literally, you know, you might see a big bill and you think somebody just comes and hits a button, you know, at a DJ. But I believe DJs are the ones who can make or break a wedding day. 100%. When people don't take my recommendations, sometimes we get... Choosing a wedding DJ sounds like a lot. <sighs> These couples did it. Here's their story. This, this is the Premier Weddings Podcast. We welcome you to another episode of the Premier Weddings Podcast. I'm Sean. Uh, I own Premier Party Entertainment, where on the podcast we interview couples and vendors uh, that we work with uh, every single year uh, throughout. Uh, obviously not this year because COVID kind of sucked a little bit. Um, but in we norm- socially distanced back in March. Yes, yeah. March, April, May. Um, it yeah, it was yeah. it was weird. So weird. Uh, we have Heather from Timeless Events here. Hello, hello. Uh, Heather is a wedding planner. Is a coordinator or a planner? Both. It is? Mm-hmm. Is there a difference? Big difference. What's the difference between wedding coordinating and wedding planning? Coordinating is more of just handling logistics on the day of. Um, of course, given you know advice and answering questions throughout the whole process, but we're technically not hands-on holding your hand or booking or you know any of that stuff throughout the time you book with us until wedding day. It's more of a... Um, yeah, it's more of running logistics the month of contacting vendors and everything and making sure everything flows on the day. Wedding planner then. Wedding planner is 10 steps above. So it's like the second you book yes. wedding planner, it's like you start like. Yes, we follow timelines 300 throughout, days out. throughout the year. Um, you know, we help with the, all the booking process, the, uh, the tastings, the design, the layout, the rentals, um, all that fun stuff. So uh, let's, let's rewind. Uh, let's go back. Let's go way back. Way back. The first time we ever met. Where was, what were we doing? Where was it? It was Greer. Uh, oh, oh, what's that venue? It's uh, uh-huh. Grace Hall. There you go. Yeah. Way back. That was like three or four years ago. Uh, maybe mm. a little longer. Is it longer? I think it was like five now. Man. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to lie. So obviously we, we communicate with wedding uh, vendors, mm-hmm. you know, photographers and planners and I think I remember like emailing you back and forth prior, but I, we had never met before. No. And so I didn't really know of you. So I was like, uh, kind of like weary. I was like, all right, like what's she going to be like? You know, how, how's it, you know, how, how's her personality? Like, was that our first one or was it Megan? Megan was after Megan was like after. the okay. week after. Okay. So we had two like back to back, like back to back. Okay. So, uh, and I've in the same way with me, like I don't know how people like react or I don't even know how people think of me. I'm sure I hope in a positive light, but like my anxiety starts to like get to me where I'm like, all right, I hope this Heather girl like likes us. I hope like we're great. I hope like all this mm-hmm. like stuff goes through my head. And I'll never forget like I walked through Grace Hall and you were like toward the back, like where the kitchen or like where the buffet was gonna be set mm-hmm. up. And I, of course, first question is like, hey, where do we set up? And you were like, uh, over there, already got a table for you. There's a cloth tablecloth on it, and you were just like, "Help yourself. If you need any questions, ask." And you were just like really chill, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna love this." Yes. And you were re- not like chill to the point of like, because I think like people think of that and they're like, "Well, wait a sec." Like she wasn't on her game. Like you're still on your game. Yeah. You're still helping everybody. 
Um, but that immediately I was like, I, I got to work with her like every weekend if yeah. I could. Well, I do. And I tell like, even in the booking process and whenever I'm talking to potential clients, I'm like, you know, we're very organized. We know our stuff. We're very detailed. You know, I memorize timelines before I go out every Saturday, you know, but I don't like to be the one walking around with a clipboard acting like a drill sergeant, drill sergeant, you know, snapping my fingers and pointing and being snippy. That's just not a relaxed good day. You know, if but you also have an authoritative, like you have to well, have yeah. an authoritative uh, I, way about oh, like wedding planners across the country. Yeah. They have yeah. to, we have, have to have a backbone. We have to, you know, be sure that people know that we're in charge and, and you know, they do because you saw, you know, you never met me, but you knew who I was by mm -hmm. how I was carrying myself. Sure. Um, I kind of, I was talking the other day to my girls and I have a phenomenal team. Couldn't do anything that I do without them. But I was talking to them the other day and I was like, you know, I was like wedding planning and, you know, um, wedding day. It's kind of like a Super Bowl. You know, we have one day to win. We have one day to achieve it. And um, I had my whole crew with me this past Saturday and we're not even going to talk about that. But it was a massive wedding and I couldn't have done it without them. And I'm like, this is like the Super Bowl, you know. Well, no, um, and I, it's fine to mention it because I want to say you work with a competitor of ours and it looked like the Super Bowl. Yeah, it looked like the Super Bowl. I mean, if... if and you it, guys all pulled it off amazingly. Yeah, if we could have... If, if it could be done, it was done. Um, but, you know, we all sit down. We finally just sat down at 1245, and we didn't move for an hour. We could have <laughs> went home, but we didn't move for an hour. But I'm like, you know, this was like the Super Bowl. So, you know... I, I did call myself, I was like, we're like, my whole team and I, we were like the head coaches because it was two locations. So we had, you know, I had all my, all my leads there. So, you know, we're like the head coach, you know, we make sure that the running back coach is, you know, which could have been the DJ is, you know, perform, you know, coaching their staff correctly. And then you have the linebackers coach, which should have been the caterers. And then all these players, you know, just have to perform to put on an amazing show to be the winning team. And I just, that's just. It's unreal. Well, I think so. Like we 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 deal with this sometimes where couples come in uh, and they book their venue and they're like, "We're ready to book you guys for the entertainment." And my question is, do you have a planner? Do mm -hmm. you have a coordinator? I think now I need to like separate those two because I'm always like, "Do you have a wedding coordinator?" Yeah. And I think like now that I know the difference, I uh, probably reword that. But you know, oh no, Aunt Becky's going to handle it, or you know, I have a a friend who's a friend who you know like until aunt becky sees her friend that she hasn't seen in 10 years and forget that the ceremony is about to start right <laughs> and also i think like aunt becky like yo let her enjoy it yeah like don't let it don't like aunt becky's being nice but say hey just enjoy the day yeah and not only that like you know we love our clients like i, I you know we were just sitting here talking about the first time and i'm like oh she's about to have a baby you know we keep in touch with them we truly love them. We truly value the relationships. And while we are emotional with them, we're not emotionally attached to make the wrong decision. You know, if we know it's a decision that has to be done, but it's not ideal, we'll still make that decision. Right. Rain plans. Yeah. Those type. Yeah. You're look, I mean, and I'm being honest with it. Like, I mean, and I think like over the five years that we've known, like you've become like a sister to me. Mm -hmm. Like we really have become family. Cause mm -hmm. like I had a couple in here last Friday and they like in they don't know like they they know you recommend us mm -hmm. but like I think they just think that's the extent of it and I was like she they were like oh yeah well Heather you know timeless events recommend you and I literally said I go oh she's like my sister yeah I'm like literally like I was like we text probably three times a week yeah at least yeah you know? sometimes it's just me like I need to 
vent. I think both of us, especially this especially year. Especially this year, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think like- We're furniture shopping. <laughs> bro, my Wayfair cart right now after Heather got done, like- Or carpentry work. It's true. Um, <laughs> like, but I lean, I lean on you more than- than just like, oh, hey. Yeah, uh, for sure. Thanks for the uh, the next wedding that you've yeah. booked us for. And I think like, so I told him that. I was like, ah, oh, I was like, Heather and I, we, we text all the time. I was yep. like, we're, we're, you know, I love her husband. Yep. You know, they're great. You they finally got to meet him, by the way. They never invite me to the house, though. <laughs> My brother, Austin, also works in the wedding uh, event world here. He's a caterer. What's that uh, bistro? It's and, amazing. And, and, and like, and I love Heather to death, but I'm going to call her out on this. Like there's been three times where like I've seen Austin's kids jumping into Heather's pool. I'm like, yo, where's, where's my, where's my, where's my, and, wife. and Heather's excuses. You can always come. I'm like, I don't know when you're throwing these pool parties. <laughs> like that just his, his wife is also like, she works with me. You okay. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So she runs my social media because I'm not allowed to touch it. And um, she's a lead planner. So, so and I, I have kids and kids like to play together. That's true. I, I have a dog. That's it. No, but I think that um, having that like family, like For we sure. have a different dynamic mm-hmm. and I only have that with a select few people in the yeah. world. Like there's, there's only a select few people I can go to and say, Hey, like this was happening in my personal life. And there's a very, like, I'm not like trying to say like, I don't love everybody that I work with. Yeah, for sure. But I think like, you know, so I said that. It's a f- level of trust. Yeah. And so I said that to the couple, like, oh, Heather and I, you know, we text all the time and their eyes lit up like almost like. Okay, like this is gonna be awesome. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I think they booked uh, Renee. Yeah, Renee. So, um, and Woodside. And Sitton. And Sitton. And Woods. Yeah. So it's like, like one big happy family. And I said that to my guy. You literally have the dream team. And I go, I'm not trying to be cliche here, mm-hmm. but you know, my brother owns the catering company. Sitton Hill. I mean, just love Sitton. Sitton's love the next one that has to come in because Sitton literally just like. Three or four times a day, I'll just see sitting hill, sitting hill, yeah. sitting hill, sitting. Like just throwing them at us. Listen, I, I and I text sitting, which sit- is the biggest compliment we can get, right? You know, especially because her venue is phenomenal, and we all know how particular and how much she loves that venue. And you know, knowing that she trusts us one hundred percent inside her venue, weekend after weekend, right. is is the biggest compliments that we can get. I want to go way back, like way or back, way or back. So, like, when did this all start? Like when was like timeless events like okay I'm gonna do this. Timeless. Well, I've been in the industry for I can I had another year so I can say 18 years now. Okay. Um, and you know it all started I was with corporate and actually like political events way back in the day in college, um, first round of college, and you know I ran a lot of things in um, downtown Anderson. If anybody's familiar, the Boulevard District, which is pretty much all the politics and doctors and everything. I did a lot of their private events, political events. Um, I did some for like the Board of Clemson and everything like that. And um, through all this, I stayed in school and I have I have a couple degrees. Um, my biggest accomplishment would be the one in psychology. But. Oh, really? I, I can't tell with all that. Yeah, right. With all that psychology you give me when I have, when I need advice, which I do like. Yes. So, um, 
I always knew like a, a big part of me was I will get married one day and I do want to have kids and I always wanted to be a stay at home mom. So I got a degree where, you know, that I was passionate about psychology, but I also got a degree with a background. So if I had to hop onto any government job, I could, you know, work for 10 years, call it done. So, you know, I, I had a plan, you know, I didn't have a husband yet and I didn't have a kid yet, but I had a plan for, you know, later in life. And then um, I did meet my husband and I, you know, I was already working and everything. And how'd you guys meet? <laughs> it's a funny story. You know, funny as we always ask couples that, but like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I've ever really asked you that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was one of those girls. So I was a bartender go, putting myself through college and, um, you know, I've known we're from the same town and everything. So we've crossed paths and known him, you know, for years and known his brother for years and mutual friends and everything. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what just switched, but one day, like I became attracted to him and I finally decided to tell him as he was on a blind date with another girl. No. Yeah. So, yeah. So wait, 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 you like, they were at the restaurant and you yeah, saw him and they you were, were like, having drinks and I gave her her tab and I said it was time for her to go. <laughs> and it was on ever since. <laughs> Wow. It was miserable. The poor girl, like on a blind date, <laughs> was was drowning my husband in a conversation of mommy issues. Your, your would-be husband. My would-be husband. She was like, they're having a beer over talking about her mommy issues, and he's like trying to be kind. No, she had to go. <laughs> Here's your tap. See you later. Thank you. Did you sit down? Oh, I was still working. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was still working, but... Um, Did he just sit there alone then? Like No, no, because, I mean, we had two bartenders, so, you know, okay. like, behind the bar and everything, talking to him. Get oh, somebody. Is this an Anderson? No, it was actually in Pendleton, the Islander, the old Islander. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I never knew this. Yep. It's now the Blue Heron, but yeah. What, uh, so you dated for how long and then you got married? Uh, we, let's see, we'll be married for 10 years next year. We dated for a little over two and engaged for a little less than one. So we're going on 13 years together. Did you plan your own wedding? Of course. And I, you I, did your own wedding? No, I didn't do day of, but okay. you see, like it's, it's hilarious because I love weddings. I love logistics. I have a great eye for everything, but I was, um, I'm a tomboy jock and I wasn't the girl who dreamed about my wedding dress, you know, so it wasn't anything huge and it was pre Pinterest. So, you know, I wanted something more small and intimate. You know, I have a lot of out of town family and I didn't want a big thing. That's great. Yeah. So, well, cause you know, it's funny, like Pete, like in the DJ world, like people always think, and it is pretty common, like that a DJ goes to a wedding as a guest and they're always like, What's he doing? Is mm -hmm. he mixing songs right? Is he, do, you know? Yeah. And I'm the opposite. I always wondered if like during your wedding, you were you like even at the altar, no. were you up at the altar? Kind of like, is everything back there going okay? No, I could care yeah. less that day. Yeah. And that's how, but that's how the couple should be with you yeah. and your team exactly. as well. No, I could, I could have cared less. If the building would have burnt down, it would have been fine. <laughs> I would have totally been okay. Well, that would have been an actual natural disaster yeah. and we wouldn't want that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, for me, like I went to a wedding in Tampa once and I literally was like, you know, like the, the DJ was there, he's doing his thing. And I was just like, you know, now I will say like, as, I'm so judgy on DJs. I am so judgy. What makes you like what? Okay. So what are the judgy things of entertainment? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, literally, you know, you might see a big bill and you think somebody just comes and hits a button, you know, at a DJ, but like they, I believe DJs are the ones who can make or break a wedding day. 100%. I mean, we've had not 
not when people don't take my recommendations sometimes we get a dj company where they just hire an intern that's their first gig and switch up the bridal songs in the middle of the bridal walk and you know those are things we can't do except for scowl and like scream at the dj after the fact but we can't run across a room during the middle of a ceremony and hit a button right um but yeah i mean you know they really do control a room a good dj controls a room so and i mean you have a lot like there's a couple people on it we know we're one of them mm-hmm. well, like when was that deciding factor like when was that like you know what? I think we really need to like the first work. gig. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Austin and I were there. My brother. Austin. No, was- I'm talking about that time. It was before you and I met this wedding that happened, and it was a guy that literally oh, oh, he oh. showed up dressed unprofessional, said, "Yeah, this is my first gig." Oh, you're talking about the other DJ yeah. was like, "Oh, I- and like ever since then, I'm like, you know, I, I, I will push harder for a DJ." So, like, push. Couple comes to you. Mm-hmm. They say, "Hey." Uh, we have a friend, we have an uncle that's going to DJ. What do you say? I highly advise against that. Okay. At some point there were, I noticed there was like, Hey, Heather from timeless events told us to reach out to you. Hey, there was like this Mm kind of like momentous momentum Mm -hmm. of, of emails that started coming in and you started recommending us. Like, was it that, was it that wedding at Grace Hall? Was it just like, well, I mean, we had two back to back great weddings, um, with that and Megan and then Megan at the Oaks. Yeah. Yeah, then, and, um, you know, I mean, you can just see the difference in caliber and personality and response and organization and, you know, um, tacky versus not tacky. And, you, I mean, we're coming into a new age where DJs actually go into a different level and it's, you know, you're either moving with it or you're staying behind. Yeah, I would almost say it's more like we had a lot of couples that come in now and say, I want that club like atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I've heard that a lot of times yeah. over the past year, year and a half. You know, and they're really moving away from line dances, you know? Yeah. So we'll, we have couples that come in and, and they use that phrase. And I, and I mean, you know, before weddings, obviously that's, that was actually my world as well. Yeah. I, you know, DJ the clubs and bars for a good 10 years. And, um, and in order to do that, you have to read the crowd. Right. Well, and I think not only that, I think it's, it's not just a playlist. I think like for us, it's, and especially you look at, you know, you're talking about like other DJ companies, but they can all get the same stuff. Now they can all buy the same lights. They can buy the same spinning, intelligent lighting. You know, they can do all that, but I still think there's that personality. There's that, um, you know, there are these DJs that wear these pink vests and they're, you know, hi everybody. Well, please welcome. And this, for me, I'm, I I cringe at stuff like that. Like, because it makes the industry look bad. It still makes us look, um, it, like, the the for the longest time, I think, like, in the, the 90s, like, the DJ had this, like, it was just associated with cheesy and cheese and just gimmicks and games yeah. and, you know. And I weddings think are those just di- going in a different right. direction. And I'm loving it. Yeah. Like, I'm absolutely loving the fact that, you know, we have you know, all these additional enhancements that, mm-hmm. that I think like when you sit down and you talk to Bring this couple, excitement, you know? right. And when it's not about us, I mean, I know there's like the fireworks are going off and the, you know, the lights are spinning all around the room, but like that, I, like that's for them. And I yeah. think like giving them that next level kind of production for their wedding, um, you know, it at certain venues, um, I know, look, I know there's certain venues where it just wouldn't fit. It yeah. wouldn't fit the room. And I'll, you know, I'll tell a couple that like, Hey, look, I know you want, 
I know you want, but it's not going to work this, you know, elaborate production, but we're in a venue that's a little smaller. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it's going to, I think it'll overpower or over kill what yeah. we're trying to do here. Yeah. Um, what I'm off the, now I'm just off the top of my head here. So timeless events started nine years ago. <laughs> well, no, well, I, yeah, I mean, I, we, no, we, I know. <laughs> we should probably, just, we should probably say that too. I, I think, did it start with just you? Was it just you? It was just me. So I had, um, I um, also work for an upstate florist, Renee Burroughs Design. And, you know, doing her office and everything, we were just getting bad information from, you know, um, just pop-up planners is what I'll call them, not the real professionals in the upstate. And it was just, you know, they didn't know, they didn't have tape, like everything was just bad. And I kept fixing it. And, um, you know, Renee's like, you can't keep fixing everything without, you know, why don't you just go because I, I have done it like you know I did do weddings plenty of weddings but it was just like word of mouth type of thing like I didn't have a company name I was just kind of doing my thing um you know first baby on the way type of thing and um and her and another upstate baker Holly's Cakes she you know they were talking they were like we really just need a good planner we like we need Heather and um I'm like well yeah you know to do this I got to get literature I got to get a website I gotta Holly do and Renee pushed you into all this yeah, like you're so, doing this yeah they totally did so i i remember the day it was like it was december 5th um whatever year ago it was happy anniversary here uh. yeah i know and i get a call from a mom and i'm like can i help you she was like oh yes holly gave me your number for wedding planning <laughs> and i'm we like we didn't even have the company established like, at this point well okay then there's my push and um had everything ready by the end of 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 december and launched in that january and been going ever since and um yeah it's pretty cool so you know my first year contracted for timeless events we only did eight weddings um it's still a big for first year, you know, yeah. contracted, yeah, it and really was. It was just you. It was just me. Now we have four lead planners and, you know, tons of assistants. Um, you know, I have I have three main assistants. You know, and then I have ones that have worked with me. They're not interns. I don't pull in temp workers. It's it's my full time staff, but um, but yeah, at last year we ended at fifty nine weddings, and this year it's really it's it even after moving a whole bunch and everything, we're still ending at 46 weddings. And next year we're up, we're already up to 51. And I think like people think like, oh, she just did eight. But like, that's a lot of planning. It's a prior. lot of, it's a lot of computer work. It's a lot of back and yeah. forth. It's a lot of, it's a lot of um, phone calls, you know, text messages, emails, you know, just to put in perspective, you know, this past Saturday, we had 127 emails back between me and the client, but in each of those emails, there were anywhere from five to 20 different threads. So, I mean, that just shows the amount of, you know, work. It's, it's a full-time job. It's definitely not a hobby. Yeah. I think, you know, talking about the entertainment end of things too, I think like I'm very OCD with like emails and making sure there's certain folders and making sure that I have, you know, like all the information. I I've hate notifications. And, I hate in, you know, emails in my inbox. It has to be empty. Right. So I think, Again, we talk about like you call them pop up planners, mm -hmm. uh, and I guess maybe pop up DJs may be a thing too. I'm yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, you know, well, uh, the pop up planners, you know, and I don't want to, you know, like I'm pretty sure that's what some people thought of me whenever I first came around, right? You know, but we, but there are pop up planners that could turn that may actually yes, turn into do well, yeah, do well, and you know, and um, but there are a lot of very reputable, amazing planners in the upstate, but you know, it's it's. 
One of them is at TimelessEventsPlanner.com. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, when I just planned my wedding and I just want to do this for a living, you know, not knowing what how exhausting it is. I mean, it's exhausting. Yeah. You know, and I mean. Well, and you guys do, like, I guess, like, even, like, for me, I don't realize really, really what you all do, like, or what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, because for us, it's. Like, listen, you book the entertainment, you just tell us what, you know, what kind of lighting you want, what up lighting and the mm-hmm. colors, and that's cool. And, but you literally are like, okay, well, which venue, which, you know, every detail, what, from what every kind ven- of flowers vendor. should Renee yeah. make? What, you know, what, you know, what, like, do you go dress shopping? I mean, no, you, I let them do that. Okay. I didn't know if you, I, don't I know, tell them I don't to know, trust, like, no, I tell them to trust the stylist 100%. You may have an idea what you want, but the stylist really knows. So it's really good to listen to that. There's also the budget in mind. I guess they yeah. give you a budget of like, this mm-hmm. is what we can afford. And yeah. you still have to go actually go in and try to. Yep. Yep. So with overall budgets and everything, um, you know, it's pretty much. Yeah, you can go to the knot.com and there's a 10% for this and a 5% for that. But for us, it's more based on style and and priority. You know, if entertainment is more important than your flowers and you want to shift that percentage, you know, and build their budget. So that's kind of what we do. So do you see couples that are like, you know, I really want a polar photographer, but I am not too worried about the entertainment. Oh, gosh, yeah. 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 And is that okay? I mean. Yeah, that's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's I mean, their for, wedding day. Right. You know, uh, we have a sweet girl coming up this Saturday and, you know, photography is so important for her, but she does not want to be, she does not want to be on the dance floor. She wants a mingle, a mingle type of thing. So she's having a two o'clock ceremony and, and, you know, heavy hors d'oeuvres and then just wants to see her guest and go on about her merry way. You know, if that's what she wants, it's not about us. Yeah. I, it's funny. Cause like, again, you sent, we send like our pricing out mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know, we're not the cheapest in town. Mm-mm. Um, by any means. And I, I do think like, and it is cliche to say this, but it is a, you get what you pay for type yeah, thing. 100%. Um, I even think our, I say cheap, our cheapest package is still elegant enough yeah. to provide, um, you know, a good time for, for people if they're not looking for the more production of things. Um, I mean, and people look at us the same way, like I'm paying you that to come to my wedding day. And I'm like, I'm still going to put, you know, 40 hours in and planning and everything. And I'm going to be the first one on your job site and the last one to leave. You know, yeah. so, you know, it's and I'm going to walk 10 miles and, you know, I'm going to put out fires. You know, you just there's so much more involved. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it says on our, you know, wedding packages and stuff like up to four hours of entertainment. And I almost thought about like just taking it off because I'm like, but we do like. You know, we have the meetings and the emails and, and I want that. Like I want, like, I don't care if a bride emails me every single day with a question. Hey, I just need to know, like, I want to be able to, yeah. to be there for them, um, you know, and be accessible Ease to their them. mind. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I, again, and again, it's the give what you pay for type mentality mm-hmm. with both of our industries. Uh, I would say photography and everything, everything, mm-hmm. you know, if you're paying somebody, $700 to be a DJ or something like they're doing it for a hobby. Like if they're, if you're paying $700 for a planner, like I think there's that red flag that does need to go off. I do too. Like, Whoa, like why are they 700? Like yeah. what is going on here? Yeah. Cause I, I think that, um, you know, for me, like for me, like if I ever get married, I think that, like, and I know now, like being in the world, mm-hmm. it's a little different and that, you know, the couples that are coming to us, this is their one and only wedding. So yeah. it's a little different, but like, uh, it would almost be like, 
I had a, I had a buddy of mine put it like this. And uh, he said, bro, because I, I was getting a little frustrated because like for a while there, we were getting beat down by $700 DJs and mm-hmm. it was kind of making me frustrated. Everybody has those moments during the year. <laughs> <laughs> and and, I, and when COVID kind of hit, we saw it more because yeah. I think people were like, well, you know. On top of cancellations and postponements, yeah. It we'll, was, you know, we'll just, you know, we'll create a company, you know, uh, I'll work a nine to five every day and I'll get back to the emails at seven at night, whatever. But like, so like the $700 DJ is kind of like, frustrated me a little bit because like because it's a gig we want yeah we want to create this moment yeah i don't want to just come dj your wedding i want to create a freaking moment you want everybody walking out saying man that was the best party ever and so you know and my buddy and i were talking and i was like bro they're they're getting the same the same type of lights and blah blah buddy was messaging me back and forth he texted me back he goes dude there's a reason why kias now look like a cadillac but they're still a kia true and he's like that engine's going to explode in three years. True. And I was like, I never thought about it like that. And it's the same thing like with the planner world. I would be. St- I, and we've worked with planners that I think they were trying to get their business off the ground. You know, some of them were OK. And then we've had a couple where we just like get back in the van at the end of the night. We're like, what just happened? Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I did a wedding. um, and I'll never forget, I thought about you. It wasn't you. It was another planner. Uh, we were in another state even. And she was she was fine. But there were certain things I looked and I was like, so like the, the wedding party was kind of having a little pre-party before the ceremony mm-hmm. as, as you should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, I know like when you're ready to line them up, like you're like, okay, let's, let's do this. Yeah. Like, and you have this, like, uh, I don't want to say it's like a drill sergeant, like, but you have this authoritative, like, all right, I'm going to get everyone's attention. Yeah. And I saw that where it wasn't like this. People were still kind of drinking. The, the music was playing. There wasn't like this. Oh, man, someone like we're we got to do the next element mm-hmm. now. And you have that in you. Yeah. Like, and I love that about you. Like You have this lead. I do. I, lead. It's funny because, you know, it, it. I can be drill sergeant. But at the same time, you know, I've been with this bridal party all day. And I can also, you know, I know how to talk to most of them or, or even like, you know, joke with them and pick on them, you know, grab their beer and be like, okay, you can have it back as soon as you do well, you know, right. <laughs> like, I mean, so there's always, there's so many different personalities, but I mean, you know, you but know. I think that's like, they'll remember that. Yeah. The, especially if that's like a groom who never got married or, ha- or yeah. isn't, isn't married yet. Oh, and it's it goes so to funny. Getting I mean, it's, it's, you know, every weekend, because of course, you know, we, um, we do all of our stories every wedding weekend, you know, it's constant posting and everything on Instagram. And, um, you know, and I don't know if it's on Facebook or not. I'm not allowed to touch it. Um, <laughs> we've, uh, we've disconnected, uh, Heather's, uh, Facebook from her phone. <laughs> so, um, why have we, by the way, what you so you don't touch your social? No, Dylan does. I know. But like, why don't you just don't you just, because I mess up every time I try to do something. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we, so we just let Dylan, do yeah, it. we just let Dylan do it. Okay. I just sent her stuff. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah, like every Sunday or Monday, it's, it's hilarious because I have all the bridal party. They're like, you know, personally friend requesting me, you know, like, oh, I still want to stay in contact and, you know, most of them I accept. So yeah, we, like we, I like that. I like, so like when we do a wedding and, you know, we did this, we, I did this wedding, uh, this one that's on my wall where, yeah, mm-hmm. this one right here too. And, uh, and I had to figure out like some kind of like thank you package for this 
couple over mm-hmm. here because I think we've booked nine weddings from that one wedding. Nice. Which one? The Ansley and Blaine over gotcha. here. And, and then this is the same one over here in my office. And that's how it is with me and that girl, remember? The hookers. The hookers. Yes. yes. I love the hooker wedding. Now, I DJ, I I DJ that one too. Yeah, I know. I wasn't. Yeah. Well, I would hope so. You're, there are pictures on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean like I personally. Oh, yeah. See, I wasn't there. I was at um, I was at another location. But, you know, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's, it's the couples just, just keep giving, you know. By the way, the hashtag for her wedding was hashtag becoming a hooker. I know. And I saw that on the time your timeline and I laughed for Isn't it like, well, and yeah, I looked at her, I was, was like, is it? She goes, oh yeah, it's really becoming yeah, a hooker. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, they're a great couple, but you know, a lot of her bridal party were, um, uh, previous brides and I, I think we're about down to the last couple. I might've just did the last one, Megan's over at, um, Hewitt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I think she might be the last one. We're going to wait like 20 years for them to have kids and then know, do it all over again. Right. We're going to be around in 20 years. God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to still be doing uh, weddings. Might be behind the desk a little more because, whew, I'm still recovering. What was your biggest struggle this year during COVID? Like, what was the one thing you just like when COVID hit, you were like? Um, I mean, the unknown. Just not knowing what's coming next. I, you know, I'm a control freak. You know, I have no control over what is happening around us. Um, The fact that I'm supposed to ease all the stress and worry from my brides, and I couldn't do that because they're having to move weddings. And I mean, I carried that hard. I mean, it it weighed me down a lot. Um, But it's like, you know, it's the one thing that I couldn't fix for them. You know, when's the state opening? Will it open by the time I like I didn't know I could not give a concrete answer. I could just only give them my best advice. And that was really hard. How was it? Like, cause you, uh, we rescheduled a lot. We rescheduled a lot. Um, how um, was it? You know, I'll just put it in perspective and, you know, we shut down. What was it? March 13th. Mm-hmm. So from it's March the day we got this office, by the way. Yeah. March 13th <laughs> through, we opened back up May 30th. So March 13th through May 23rd. Um, I had to reschedule, it was 29 weddings, um, two canceled because they wanted to, one ended up rescheduling and we ended up doing a small elopement over at Hotel Domestique in, uh, September. So, you know, I technically only lost one bride. Um, but I mean, it was, you know, it's a good thing about having a planner, especially for this, you know, a bride would have sent emails back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I just did a group text with every vendor and I'm like, Hey, you know, let's just go ahead and move this on the board. So it was, it was a lot easier because I could do that. You know, I would add, you know, for Lauren's, I mean, bless her heart. She was, um, April 4th and I, I felt like somebody gave me a little inside scoop. So I went ahead and was like, I really think you need to postpone your wedding. It was April 4th. She's a teacher. The only availability for the venue was July 4th. I mean, so I hop on a group text and I text everybody. They're like, yep, sure. Let's move it. Let's move it. So we had her moved in an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. Yeah. I will say like when we did that, because I mean, I was in a couple group chats with you. Yeah. Uh, It was, I think what I liked is that the, like the couple didn't have to really email anybody. No. Which, I mean, I can't imagine emailing 30 vendors and saying, hey, and then trying to get them all together. Mm-hmm. And I think if there's anything out of this podcast today, I think it is that, like, God forbid this ever happens again. Something like this or whatever, uh, you know. But I, I think there are other situations, not not even just COVID, but, like, 
situations that are minor, a little more minor mm-hmm. than that, that you can handle uh, and let us know as yeah. vendors. And yeah. I'm not saying like I don't want to like be in contact with the couple. Like but you know, we are still in contact yeah. on our end with what we need to do. But on that end, like when you have one person that handles one situation for everybody, you don't have everybody scrambling back and forth. It was to and Heather, stuff getting crisscrossed and you know. Heather's text was like a text with 30 numbers on it. And it was like, hey, we need to move Lauren from uh, 0404 to July 4th. Yes. And then literally every vendor was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah. poof, poof. like all these texts are coming in. But like you got all those texts and then you clarified that we all could move yeah. and you literally can just look at her and go, hey, we're good. We're good. Like, I mean, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being a couple this year and not having a planner. Like what happened? Or or being uh, uh, a couple and. Uh, and we've all forgotten about this because of COVID, but being a couple and ha- having your wedding at Noah's event venue and then yeah. they closed and then COVID they hit. moved and then COVID, COVID. hit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like, and I'm not trying to like be Debbie Downer on the show uh, or on the podcast, but you know, we've all, I think like, I think if anything, the couples can take away is that like, we're all, we're human too. Yeah. We're not robots. So yeah. like we go home to, you know, the stress and anxiety of mm-hmm. COVID. Um, and so like, there are some days I wish I could just hire a planner for my life. Can Me I too? Can I do that? <laughs> can, I, yeah. can you be a life? Yeah. Is that a thing? A life planner? Can I just hire I can you to be it. my life planner? Create a package. And you just, <laughs> and you just email like all the bosses at the radio station. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it. You like, I don't think I'd have the patience <laughs> for that. <laughs> I think you're right. You know, just a little email. too blunt here for yeah, that one. Just, just email all the people I need to email. Um, what is the what is the most positive thing of this year? Of this year, honestly, it everybody slowed down. Yeah, I really do. I really do think everybody, you know, they didn't have a choice. They just they couldn't go go go. They just kind of stopped and slowed down. And you. You know, I know for me, I mean, I, I was still working a lot, um, you know, from my home office and everything, but I didn't have a lot of meetings. You know, I was at home with my two kids and you just really had to look around and be like, huh, put everything in perspective. This, I don't know how long this is going to be, but, you know, in a bad situation, you have to make the best of it or it'll just consume you. And, you know, I chose to not let it consume me, you yeah. know, um, continue to push forward, but just slowed down. Should have gotten a whole lot more stuff done, but. <laughs> um, what do you hope for in 2021? These are all just off the top of my head. Yeah, no, no. Um, I mean, I'm just hoping for a really good year. You know, it. I hope it doesn't top 2020, you know, but. <laughs> I, hope, I think we all hope that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, a lot of perspectives in a lot of people's minds have changed over a lot of things. Um you know, we're still going full steam, you know, it's not slowing us or stopping us anymore. I think, you know, I think, I think it's going to be a good year. I hope. Yeah. I'm, I'm very hopeful for 2021. In fact, I think like with the vaccine, like the, I mean, I think to, was it, is it today? Yeah. Today that, I think they're announcing oh, if yeah. it can be approved for the United States. And you obviously uh, weren't on the roads today because every friggin' street was blocked off. Mike Pence came. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't get to 
old cigar warehouse to save my life. Uh, we, we well, Mike and I had lunch. We hung out. Yeah, and, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't invited. Sorry, <laughs> but I, I do think like with the vaccine, with the you know uh, the announcements of the yeah. vaccine, I, you know, we, we've had a couple couples still a little weary about you know COVID moving into twenty twenty one. Um, I mean, and, and and they're asking us like our opinion, and I think my opinion is, I do think like with the vaccine, uh, and the the national news outlets actually coming forth and saying, look, there's a couple of them. We're all looking at this. We're yeah. like, I think we're toward the end uh, of of this. I think yeah. I think you know the. Um, I mean, it, it's it's bad right now because you do see the numbers spiking. Sure. You know, and, and it is a little weary, you know, but I also think we're at a place where our country knows it can't shut back down again. You know, we've already went through these spikes, you know, as sad as it is, you know, um, of course, we're all doing our best, you know, masking it, social distancing, whatever we are, you know, six feet apart. So, um, but I'm just, you know, I, I think we have to move forward and put one foot in front of the other. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I, I, I like. I'm gonna be honest. Like, we can't. Business can't. Like, we can't. I, we, we were, we are skating again. You put all that stuff in my Wayfair account so I can like get my office together, and I was like, oof. I know. I know. Like, I'm gonna have to buy it in chunks because yeah, it's been a you know, it's been a trying year. I think not only for us, not only for couples, uh, for other corporations. Yeah, uh, I, I think we. That, that's one thing we all have in common this year mm-hmm. is that we've all experienced. Um, kind of struggle together. We learned how to tread lightly, you know, yeah. on, you know, especially incomes and everything like that, because, you know, this is our life. This is our income. You know, I don't have another job. Um, you know, well, you're going to be my life planner, life planner, you know, and how much do you charge for that week? It's going to be a lot if I have to do <laughs> your corporate emails. <laughs> um, you know, just, we didn't know, you know, and like for this, like for, for COVID and like moving dates, I think the one thing that I love is that, and the one thing I think that couples listening to this should take away is that um, we'll go back to the pop-up mm-hmm. type scenario here is yeah, yeah, it hurt us. Cause like you're taking, oh, yeah. a, you're taking an inventory, you're taking a date out of our inventory, but it was a, it was a situation where like, I, I'm not going to sit here and say no to you. No, we you broke our own contracts date. easily. Right. Weekend after weekend. But I mean, it's not in their control, you know, and I understand it is in our contract as a force majeure, but this is, this is just not fair right. for us to say no, no, absolutely but not. I, th- I think, uh, again, it goes back to hiring that professional, hiring, hiring the right people because look, you, 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 you hire that $700 guy, DJ, and then he ends up having to sell all his equipment to keep his house. Yeah. You know, it, it's bad news bears for everybody because mm-hmm. then he's, you know, I, and I've seen this across the country, a couple different Facebook groups I'm in, like DJ related across the country, you know, where, you know, certain they post a link of DJ, you know, flees town mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. sells it or ghosts the bride or whatever. Or they're already booked the next year, you know, and, and that's something that we're lucky that we can have. We have multiple staffs, multiple, yeah, both of us. Yep, mm-hmm, multiple yeah. staff, multiple equipment. So, you know, even if we did have a April third, you know, wedding, we can still transfer because we have more staff that will totally cover it. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, um, those are definitely, those are factors to definitely like think. And I think it's, again, I think it's, it's your one and only time getting married. So it's not like you've ever thought about this before. No, no. I think it's kind of the reason I created the podcast is I wanted to be able to have someone to come to or have them be able to, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm getting there. <laughs> 
we're leaving all this in. <laughs> I wanted them to be able to have an outlet where they could come to and find those answers. Yeah. You know, uh, I understand that like, you know, look, they go to our website or even your website and they, they look at the price and they go, oh, wait a second, what, you know, why or what, or they have a million questions. Uh, and I think being able to like answer them here mm-hmm. and even in the meeting, but like, especially just look, you know, pop on the podcast, take your hour drive back to Anderson, which is where you're from, you know, and, and get your answers here. I live in Pendleton. Thank you. Isn't that Anderson? It's Anderson County. It's still Anderson. No, it's Pendleton. It's Anderson. It's its own city. It, but Anderson is Anderson. No, Anderson is Anderson. I live in Pendleton, which is right next to Clemson. But it's in, what county is it in? It's Anderson County. Why are we arguing right now about this? You, we literally are brother and sister because yeah. we're sitting here arguing. Because I don't like live at, in Anderson. At this point, the person that's like, so listening to this is like, what is going on right now? I live in my on my farm in Pendleton. Would you ever have your husband be a part of your team? He has. He, has he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Does he look like, would he do it like every weekend? Or no, just God, no. We couldn't work together that much. Okay. No, he knows that. He does like it when I'm the boss sometimes though, so. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's he's fine staying home yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, he he helped a little bit on um this past Saturday and you know, he'll come and get heavy stuff for me and um yeah, it is cute because sometimes I do have couples that are like, "Hey, invite your husband, you know, after the ceremony, y'all can have a date night." And I'm like, "You don't realize I still work." <laughs> <laughs> like I still work, but thank you. Um but no, we we do we he's yeah. How would you and Renee meet? She was my florist. Oh, for your wedding? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like as a couple, bride shopping, like what's probably like the number one thing she should be aware of? All the pop-ups. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you want reputable vendors, you know, and if, if you have multiple vendors mention the same vendor, then you know it's a good thing. Do you, then, ever, do you ever have couples go in to you and say, hey, like I have the $700 DJ that hit me up, but I really am... I'm not going that route. Um, they usually come to me for DJ. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I do have a couple that, you know, they're like, hey, my cousin in Tampa, he does this all the time. You know, of course I go stalk him and I'm like, okay, he seems legit. He, okay. You know, he seems legit. So um, like he had his own company in yeah, Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. He had his own company. Okay. Um, you know, um, I get weary whenever a DJ says, well, I have a chair available. A chair? A chair. To for sit who? For the DJ. No. I like, I'm not sitting, you no. don't sit, the catering staff's not sitting, the photographer's not sitting, why are you sitting? <laughs> I don't sit, I don't sit for like eight, nine hours, and we're loading I in I want to get out. a little scooter to sit and just ride around. And we're t- about 30 years, like, early. <laughs> like, give us 30 years. Oh, goodness. If you weren't a planner, Heather, what would you be doing right now? I would be in the criminal justice system. I mean, <laughs> I, I believe that I actually, I would, I would. Um, so I, I actually intern and work with, um, an amazing, um, investigator and like I, a PI, uh, no, like, um, a crime investigator. A yeah. Like crime detective. Yeah. So, and I got to do very two high profile murder cases in Anderson County and, um, yeah, I got to do like the whole investigation scene, like, you know, gathering evidence and then like you went there. Yeah. To the crime scene. Yeah. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah. Well, there was a murder. Did you see the body? I saw both bodies. What? What is happening right now? <laughs> How do I not know about this? Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So, it's a very, one of them, um, 
was just like a drifter and he shot and killed a man on the side of the road. Um, this podcast has taken a really yeah, deep, deep turn real quick. Right? And the second one was actually a very high profile case. It was Cynthia Marchbanks back in 2006 or something like that. And it was a, um, it was a pregnant girl who was shot trying to enter another girl's house in a volatile situation. And the, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. What made you not go that route? I want to be a stay at home mom. So I can't oh, okay, do okay. that and work. So, but if you didn't have kids and you weren't a wedding planner, like you'd be beating the streets in a, of Anderson, like oh, I would catch totally try to go to FBI. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can kind of see that. I feel like that's like you. Yeah. I can totally see you wearing like, I love like driving a crown Vic problem solving. <laughs> this is true. It's you know? kind of all, it's kind of all related. Yeah. And I just, you know, love the intensity of it all. And you know, I guess weddings and murders aren't all related. Like no. after I said that, I was no. like, it's not really related. No, no. it's, but yeah, that's there's no blood on the floor at the end of the night of the wedding. So I mean, like, you know, all right. So they can find you where, um, at timeless event planner.com. Okay. Or you can call me. Uh, I'd love to talk. <laughs> and if you hit up timeless events on, uh, Instagram, I think it's timeless event planner. Um, I think. you will not be reaching, uh, Heather cause Dylan's running <laughs> on social media. Yeah. But she's very sweet too. And she loves to talk. How do you, uh, how'd you decide to delegate that? If that's that, cause that's, that's, that's still my, like my struggle with like business is like, I know I need to let go a little bit and let other mm -hmm. people you know, do things. I mean, I, our crew, we're family, you know, I, I trust them. Obviously I have to, to send them out. Oh, they go um, to the house too. Oh, okay. We're having our Christmas party on Sunday. I won't be here. Well, you're not invited cause you're not an employee. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I kind of almost am. Yeah, you are. Um, I've done wedding planning stuff. Like if you need me to move plants, I've done it. True. So uh, <laughs> insert eye roll. Y'all missed that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, and, and Dylan, that's her, that's her sweet spot, you know, so it's social media and it's not mine. I might've posted once every three months, um, you know, so it's, it's. And it works, you know, because everybody can see that, hey, we are still working. And hey, you know, our recent stuff, you know, it's going up daily. So, and it's also a way that, you know, people can, you know, stay in touch and um, in events that we're going to, you know, right. like the upstate venue crawl that's come or Greenville venue crawl that's coming up in February. And um, our barn dinner series is coming back in January. So, it, you know, it's an easy way to keep events out there too. Awesome. Yeah. Heather from Timeless Events. Uh, you can email her or you can call her because she loves to talk on the phone. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. <laughs>